Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Before we start, I would like to draw your attention to my weekly email newsletter, Friday Focus. Each Friday, I focus on one topic with one action arising. The link to sign up is in the show notes or head over to amyrolinson.com and sign up right now. In a world typified by constant motion and busyness, it's all too easy to get caught up in the whirlwind of daily life, leaving little room for self-reflection. However, the act of introspection, when coupled with deliberate action, holds incredible transformative potential. Carving out moments of stillness for reflection becomes essential. By intentionally pausing and turning your attention inward, you gain clarity and insight into your thoughts, emotions and experiences. Reflection provides you with the opportunity to examine your values, your goals, your aspirations, allowing you to align your actions with your authentic self. Through self-reflection, you delve into the depths of your own beliefs, biases, strengths and areas for growth. This heightened self-awareness enables you to make conscious choices, identify patterns and break free from limiting behaviours, opening the door to personal transformation. While reflection provides you with valuable insights, true growth occurs when you bridge the gap between contemplation and action. By translating your reflections into deliberate steps forward, you bring your aspirations to life. Action transforms abstract thoughts into tangible outcomes, allowing you to make meaningful progress towards your goals and create the change you desire in your life. Reflection with action also grants you the space to embrace imperfection and learn from your experiences. It encourages you to take risks, acknowledging that mistakes and setbacks are opportunities for growth. By continuously reflecting on your actions, adjusting your course and iterating your approach, you cultivate resilience and adaptability, paving the way for greater personal and professional achievements. Introspection, when followed by purposeful action, has the power to create lasting impact, not only within yourself, but also within your communities and the world at large. By reflecting on your values and the issues that resonate with you, you can identify ways to contribute meaningfully and engage in acts of service, advocacy and philanthropy. Your actions, fueled by deep reflection, become a catalyst for positive change, igniting a ripple effect that extends far beyond your immediate sphere of influence. This is why, after every five episodes, I sit down and reflect on each one, and share with you what learnings I've taken from them and what action will ensue. So let's dive into this Reflections with Actions episode 340, my 54th reflective episode so far on Focus on Why. I'd also like to note that there are now 128 countries downloading this podcast. Well, not the countries, but the people within them, which is just incredible. So thank you for tuning in. And I'd love to hear from you. So please post on social media and tag me in wherever you're tuning in from today. So first up is episode 335, Character Development with Sebastian Bates. 
Studying martial arts as a child as a means to developing confidence planted a seed in the mind of Sebastian and shaped the course of his life forever. Now, having founded a martial arts organization that specializes in character development for young people, Sebastian is shaping the course of life for thousands of children worldwide. With a focus on impact and purpose, whilst instilling values of confidence, conduct and concentration through martial arts, Sebastian is bringing back a moral education into the lives for many young people. He's on a mission to inspire a generation to make global impact. And Sebastian recognises what is missing when it comes to a child's character development. The ethics, values, principles and virtues learned through the moral education that he received as a young boy made the desired impact on his moral compass. And now that compass is at the heart of all his personal and professional endeavours as a father, husband, entrepreneur, charity founder and philanthropist. Morals and values are the principles that guide your behaviour and decision making. They are the foundation of your character and determine the type of person you are. When you live in alignment with your morals, beliefs and values, you feel a strong sense of purpose and fulfilment. When you stray from them or sacrifice your morals or values to please others, you may experience feelings of guilt, regret, emptiness, dissatisfaction, a lack of fulfilment or a general sense of unhappiness or loneliness. In today's society, you're constantly bombarded with messages from the media, advertisements and social media platforms, all telling you how you should look, act and think. It's therefore easy to lose sight of your own morals and values, or to perhaps not even recognise the difference between those which are really your own and those which are projected onto you as societal norms. Reflecting on what is important to you and what you believe in will highlight your own morals. Initially, I thought we'd be focusing on martial arts and self-defence when we were recording this podcast episode. In fact, the focus shift quickly to the importance of moral education and character development in children as Sebastian spoke of the three C's, confidence, conduct and concentration, which are at the foundation of his martial arts organisation, Warrior Academy. He explained that the history of martial arts was less about self-defence and more about a moral education. So although he built his organisation around martial arts, his work wasn't about martial arts, it was about character. Saying if we could work with these same young men when they were much, much younger and plant the seeds that had been planted in my mind as a young martial artist, it could change the course and direction of their lives completely. He spoke of discipline, respect and self-control and the essential role character development plays in a child's upbringing as it shapes their life in numerous ways. The development of character in children is important because it lays the foundation for how they will interact with the world around them, as well as how they will cope with challenges and difficulties that they face throughout their lives. Children with a strong character are more likely to have high self-esteem and confidence, develop resilience with the ability to bounce back from challenges and setbacks and will be better equipped to cope with stress. They'll demonstrate traits such as empathy, compassion and respect and foster strong leadership qualities with better communication and problem solving skills. A moral education is a process of imparting moral values, principles and virtues to individuals in a systematic and deliberate manner. 
The goal is to develop your character and integrity so that you're able to make ethical and responsible decisions essential for creating a just and fair society and to help you live a fulfilling and meaningful life. It is much more than that, though. A moral education will help you to think critically and reflectively about ethical issues and dilemmas, to aid your understanding of the complexity of ethical decision-making, developing the necessary skills to analyse and evaluate moral issues from different perspectives. It also helps develop a sense of responsibility towards yourself and others and to recognise the impact of your actions on the world around you. Each generation commits to take on the responsibility of ensuring that moral principles are passed on to the next generation. One of my favourite books since I was a child was Aesop Fables. Many of my own morals and values originated from these simple yet powerful moral lessons. For thousands of years, morals have been passed down from generation to generation through storytelling, religious teachings, cultural and sports practices. Martial arts schools have been an excellent way to learn and develop moral values and ethics as they place a strong emphasis on character development and instill positive values in their students. Respect, discipline, responsibility, perseverance, integrity and empathy all feature as shared core values. They're essential for personal growth and success and which extend way beyond martial arts training into life. When Sebastian speaks of the importance of character development, there are life and business lessons which can be learned and applied across all ages. Reflect on your own moral principles and how you came to acquire them. Do they align with your own values and beliefs? Reflect on whether your morals are truly yours and if they are serving you right now. So how impactful is a moral education for children of today's world? It's a question which is manifesting incredible answers daily across the world. Each story is as unique as the individual who is accessing the teachings. The full impact of the outcome and transformations may never be realised for years, perhaps decades. But know and be reassured that work is in progress and that children are accessing role models that otherwise would have been missing in their lives. And what I want to pick up on here is the importance of adopting a positive daily practice in life. Small daily decisions combined with building positive habits compound over time and when accessed at a young age will continue to thrive for a lifetime. Each child will pass on the knowledge and wisdom to the next generation and so on. This is the way of the world. We have the collective duty and responsibility to ensure that the future is protected, nurtured and surrounded with love. Sebastian spoke of his 100-year plan, his infinite game, his desire to build something more exciting, and he has made peace with the fact that he will not see the legacy that he has set in motion, saying it is an adventure that will outlive him. Life lessons come to you in many forms. The traditional practice of martial arts is a wonderful way to access a moral education, especially from a young age, when you may not even notice that the lessons that are being learned will not only shape the physical body, but your mind simultaneously. Character development is key to living a life of purpose. It involves the continuous growth and improvement of your personality traits, values, beliefs and behaviours. When you actively engage in character development, you shape yourself into a person of integrity, empathy, resilience and other virtues that align with your values and sense of purpose. Sebastian highlights the three C's that they focus on, confidence, conduct and concentration. These are the three areas identified by parents as being the most important qualities to embody from a young age. 
And of those, Sebastian highlights confidence as being one of the most important things that we can give our children as it is empowerment over decisions and life choices. Confidence impacts personal growth and fulfillment. It is the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. Self-confidence is slightly different, being an attitude about your skills and abilities, but both are founded on trust, trust in others and trust in yourself. Would you describe yourself as a confident person? Are you self-confident? The ripple effect of confidence is infinite. It has an impact on your self-belief and your motivation. When you believe in yourself, you are more likely to take on challenges and seize opportunities. Confidence impacts your ability to overcome setbacks and to be resilient. You will recover quickly and adapt to change more easily. Confidence enables you to communicate effectively, to take initiative and lead with clarity and conviction, articulating your thoughts and ideas with gravitas. With confidence, people are more likely to place their trust in you, to follow you, to collaborate with you. Sebastian's journey to where he is now stemmed from his own need to build confidence as a child. And now he is committed to instilling that one character trait into as many children as he possibly can. From a lack, he has built abundance. His determined, purposeful focus has drawn him to building and crafting his purpose. He avoided the trap of financial success through understanding that fulfillment is ensued and not pursued and that through embedding philanthropy into his business, he can reflect on many successful transformative lives that have been improved as a result of his work. As the host of this podcast, Focus on Why, I hold the privilege of speaking with many inspiring individuals who share their stories and insights on living a purposeful and fulfilling life. One common thread that I've noticed in these conversations is the importance of having a strong moral compass. A moral education plays a vital role in building and sustaining an ethical, just and harmonious world. I say bring back the Stoics. I often wonder what this world would be like if everyone had read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius and put the lessons into practice. I believe it would have a profound positive impact on the world. What would the ripple effects be with a more self-reflective society where people focused on the three critical disciplines of perception, action and will of the Stoics? Well, there's a thought. Next up is episode 336, Collaboration Junkie with Dave Plunkett. With a passion of connection and collaboration, Dave Plunkett walked away from a successful business that was making him miserable. Constantly seeing the invisible threads of opportunities for people to talk and work with one another, Dave now loves his new business, Collaboration Junkie. Making brilliant business introductions, Dave is creating a culture of collaboration and is doing so by leading by example. Dave takes us on his journey of self-discovery with Collaboration Junkie, a brand that was born out of a passion for collaboration and connectivity, which he believes can make the world a better place. He's not alone in this thinking. Brenny Brown, a shame researcher who is world renowned for her incredible work on vulnerability, courage, resilience and shame, stresses the importance of connection and belonging as fundamental human needs. She explores how our ability to connect with others and cultivate a sense of belonging is essential for our well-being and overall sense of purpose. Brené suggests that authentic connections and belonging can help us find meaning and navigate the challenges of life. And if you haven't watched Brené's TED Talk or her Netflix documentary or talk, The Call to Courage, or have read any of her books such as Dare to Lead, Daring Greatly or Atlas of the Heart, I can't recommend Brenny enough to you. 
because once you're in Brené's world, I guarantee you'll be hooked on what she has to share. So back to this episode where Dave and I explored the invisible threads of his life and he shared his personal experiences of how he taps into excitement and joy naturally and how they have impacted his personality and work. He also shared tips on personal growth and improvement, which he believes to be a continuous journey for him. He also believes that everyone's journey is unique and it's essential to focus on your own journey instead of feeling the need to live a prescribed life. He emphasized the importance of having a broader purpose and enhancing the customer experience rather than just directly selling a product or service through collaboration. Dave believes that creating a culture of giving referrals would make the world a better place. And I'd have to agree. Trust is key and word of mouth recommendations are worth their weight in gold. In this episode, Dave got goosebumps when talking about his purpose and not just once, but twice. For me, that's mission accomplished as a podcast host to evoke such a powerful emotional and physiological response causing Dave's hairs on end. The conversation clearly tapped into what really mattered to him. Purpose is often associated with deep meaning, fulfillment and a sense of calling or direction in life. And the body's response to what he was articulating resonated at a core level. Goosebumps occur when you are in full alignment with your personal values and beliefs. They're a sign that you're being authentic to yourself. It's a great indicator that you're on the right track as something has instigated this response. Dave was sharing his contribution to the world, how he impacts others, how through connection and collaboration, he becomes part of something bigger than him. Dave is helping to create a culture of collaboration by leading by example. How are you leading by example? What is it that you are a champion of? I want to also pick up on Dave's brand name, Collaboration Junkie, which was born during a dog walk. Do you have brilliant ideas whilst out walking the dog or just walking for, or perhaps in the shower? Because I do often. In fact, it's now become such a daily practice that I look forward to my shower moments or my dog walk moments. So why do these occur? Well, it's because you're in a relaxed yet focused state of mind. When taking a shower or walking the dog, you're in a fairly quiet, solitary environment. And this calm, peaceful atmosphere is really conducive to the generation of alpha waves. The flow of the shower or your walking involves rhythmic, repetitive movements which promote a relaxed, meditative mental state, activating creative thinking. So often when I'm sat at my desk trying to solve a problem or write something and I'm just feeling a block somehow, I grab the dog lead and head out regardless of the weather or time of the day, much to my dog's delight. He gets an extra walk or two. Half an hour or an hour later, I feel much better. The dog feels much better. And I've most likely solved a problem that I couldn't resolve in front of my laptop. So what do you do to activate your alpha frequency brainwaves? Next up is episode 337, Focus on Doing with Barbara Moynihan. Do you have the right life-work balance? Are you killing yourself with work? If so, why? These are the questions that Barbara Moynihan has been asking herself recently and challenging the answers. 
Training and facilitating for 30 years, Barbara has a desire to help people with their presentation and communication skills, recognizing that a perfect presentation is an impossible goal. Barbara encourages her clients to simply get up on their feet and focus on doing. Focus on doing music to my ears, more specifically, music to my purpose focused action taking ears. Many of my coaching clients and guests on this show, just as Barbara has, speak of achieving balance in life. More specifically, they speak of striking the perfect life work balance. And yet they comment on how it feels like an impossible uphill struggle. Do you strive for achieving life work balance too? Well, what would happen if you looked at this conundrum differently? What would life work balance look like through the lens of purpose? Instead of aiming to achieve a balance between life and work, what about achieving a balance of purpose and enjoyment across all areas of your life? Shifting your thinking to notice how you currently experience meaning and joy in life and work, because this will enable you to recognize a different and more sustainable balance of fulfillment. Viktor Frankl in his book, Will to Meaning, identified that purpose and meaning can be found in these four main areas of life, in creating a work or doing a deed or by experiencing goodness, truth and beauty, by experiencing nature, works of art and culture, by loving someone and in the stand you take, how you adapt and react to unavoidable limits on life possibilities. Become aware of how and where you're making a difference to others in life. You'll likely see that purpose is all around you and that your life holds more meaning and purpose than you perhaps initially accounted for. Life takes on meaning and purpose in every action, in every moment, through your love and through your suffering. Look for all the moments of purpose and meaning in life and recognize how they are serving you, even when you may not think that they are. There may be tasks, responsibilities and activities in your life which are mundane and laborious, but they still serve a purpose and have relevant significance or an importance in some way. Purpose and meaning are the magic ingredients that create a fulfilling life. Joy and happiness should not be pursued, but will instead ensue through your purposeful activities. Is your life more purposeful than you imagined? Focus on balance. Stop chasing that life-work balance and instead focus on balancing purpose and enjoyment. I made a note also to reflect on the book that Barbara shared in this episode, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, which had a significant impact on Barbara. She found one of his principles in particular of value. Try to see things from the other person's point of view. This was her biggest revelation to her, and she now strives to understand the other person's perspective in any situation. It reminds me of Stephen Covey and his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, where he elaborates on this principle in his fifth habit, seek first to understand and then be understood. Flicking through his book again, I have been reminded just what a brilliant book this is and how timeless the habits are. And I will be rereading it again very soon because you can't read it too many times. I also note how each chapter closes out with his application suggestions. Perhaps that was the unconscious inspiration for my reflections with actions episodes. Anyway, first seek to understand and then be understood. Covey references ethos, pathos and logos. Again, Greek philosophy features in another application of a moral education here. 
And I found many of Carnegie's principles impactful and insightful. Let the other person do a great deal of the talking is probably the one I adopt most for my coaching and podcasting. And it certainly seems to work its magic. Talking of magic, do you believe in magic? Because I do. I'm currently trying to track down a long lost manuscript of my grandfather, which is relevant to the book I'm writing. It was called A Month of Sundays and it was first broadcast on BBC television in 1952. My grandfather, George Fleming Kerr, wrote a play uh, which saw action taking place in a British officer's prisoner of war camp in southern Germany in 1943. And it's really relevant to the book I'm writing. I've contacted the BBC archives and I'm waiting for a response. However, in the meantime, over the Easter weekend, I visited my mum and went up into the loft to see if I could find the manuscript. We had others, but not this one. And disappointingly, I didn't find it up there. But I did find many more exciting treasures relevant to my current writing project. This book I'm writing on purpose centers around the experiences of my grandfather who spent five years as a prisoner of war across four different camps whilst during World War II. He was held captive and during this time he kept a journal which we only found last year when going through my grandmother's things after her death. It's an incredible journal filled with his honest reflections, reminiscences, inspiring quotes from a variety of sources and snippets of his own poetry, essays and plays. And as a podcaster, I often wonder how incredible it would have been to have had my grandfather on this show. Unfortunately, he died in 1996, just after I graduated from university. So he didn't even get to see the work that I'm now involved in. I know he would be so proud of what I'm doing, especially as he was a TV and radio playwright and he would have marveled at the medium of podcasting. So what did I find up in that loft that I spoke of? Well, I discovered actual real treasure. All the correspondence that my grandfather had received whilst being held in the prison of war camps, the letters that he'd written to his parents and his brothers, war telegrams saying that he'd gone missing and that his brother had gone missing, photographs taken inside the various camps, a book of short stories that he'd written, his military identity card, his official prisoner photo, his metal tag with his prison number on, and two small metal keys, which I have no idea what they opened. However, amongst all of this treasure, I also found a small brown envelope with a tiny dictaphone tape inside. Written on the front of the envelope was Amy and George 1990. Well, I dug out the old dictaphone, but it didn't work. So I had to order a secondhand one from eBay and put the tape away safely back into its envelope and patiently wait to hear what was on the tape another day. A whole week passed. And on the afternoon of Saturday, the 15th of April, coincidentally, my grandfather's birthday, a package arrived. It was a new dictaphone. I ran to my office, put the tape in. And can you guess what was on it? It was a recording of me aged 15, interviewing my grandfather about his experiences as a prisoner of war. I burst into tears. I couldn't believe it. I started shaking. 33 years ago, I'd had the foresight to make a 17-minute recording asking my grandfather the questions that I would want and need the answers to in order for me to write a book about him later in life. The fact that it was also his birthday that I'd made this discovery can't have been a coincidence. 
So if that is not magic, then I do not know what is. I cannot describe what it was like to hear my grandfather's voice again after all these years and to hear my grandmother in the background too, who I had just lost over a year ago now. I believe that this is the universe truly conspiring to help me put together this book on the topic of purpose. Faith and belief, awe and wonder, trust and a sprinkle of fairy dust all came together to manifest this small miracle for me to which I am truly, truly grateful so thank you, universe. You have restored hope that everything is possible and that magic really does exist in the world. What miracles have happened for you recently? Have you stopped to celebrate and share them? My book writing and the search for my manuscript, well, not mine, but his manuscript continues. So yes, I do believe in magic. How about you? Do you notice and are you grateful for the everyday magic in your life? Next episode is 338, Knowing Why with Mark Harris. Now, Mark threw me a bit of a curveball in this interview, which I was not expecting. However, that is a re reflective of life and the interview took off into a different direction that neither of us was expecting. As with all reflection episodes, I'm not going to spoil what he shared here, so you'll have to go back and listen to it. Known as the Enterprise Doctor, Mark Harris understands the challenges faced by solopreneurs and those running micro businesses, particularly the need to work smarter, not harder. Mark believes that when the plan has to change, it's having the flexibility to change it. The why has always been a focus for Mark. However, a recent shift in his personal circumstances led to a total rethink of what's really important in his life and business. Recognising what he loves and what he has a curiosity for, Mark knows how to form a plan, saying that at the heart of his plan, it's all about knowing why. Now, this is another episode which discussed the balance of priorities in life and today's ever-changing world, the endless juggle of balancing work, life and unexpected situations. Mark shared with me the importance of asking questions, of understanding a client's why and defining what success looks like before starting a journey. Otherwise, there's no clarity around the destination you're heading in. For me, there are three clear business takeaway learnings to be taken from this episode. First, success can be found outside of the traditional nine to five. The need for compartmentalization to focus. And third, how knowing your why is crucial when defining success in your business. There were also three personal takeaways which stood out for me above many others. First, why following your interests is crucial for a fulfilling life. Second, pursue what you love and don't let fear hold you back to grasp opportunities. And third, how creating positive memories are invaluable. So if I had to pick one message of this whole episode, for me, it's to recognize what interests you and pursue it with curiosity. Hence the knowing why title for the episode. This theme clearly stood out for other listeners of the show because I was out recently for a drink with a good friend of mine. Shout out to Dr. Zahida Johal, a past guest from episode 12, Believe in Yourself. Zahida was sharing with me what she loved about Mark's episode. And it was when he talked about his snowplow story that she said it really resonated with her. No, she doesn't want to drive a snowplow across Heathrow Airport like Mark does, but she does want to explore more of what she loves doing and what interests her in life. It's about not having regrets, not pursuing what you really want and enjoying what you want to do. Enjoying life more. 
Mark spoke of conversations that you have with people and how lots of what's said often wafts past him. That's not to say he's not listening to them. He absolutely is. It's about recognizing the moments that pique his curiosity and for him to pursue a particular conversation in more depth. He regularly lets things waft past, but he also recognizes what to grab and hold on to. His circumstances have been altered recently. His perspective has shifted significantly in how he and his family now approaches life. What's important, what matters most, rises to the top of every day's agenda for him. Where purpose has always featured, now is at the forefront of every decision that Mark makes. And this is a common theme on the show, in that a personal situation has been the catalyst for a reevaluation of priorities. The difference between filling in the moments and creating moments which are fulfilling. It's a simple reflection, and it's one which prompted me to focus on simplicity. Simply reflect on what really matters to you. In a consumer-focused and material-based society, the attention is often on needing and desiring more, the necessity to have bigger, better, newer or shinier things. However, what would happen if you were to let go of this illusion for the need for more and instead opt for less? Make space in life for what you really want. What will you have more of when you focus on simplicity? Less is more. Focus on simplicity, focus on what really matters and let go of what doesn't. My final reflection today is episode 339, Look for the Light with Lee Jackson. Now this is a break from tradition because I had a guest back on for a full length episode. Now I've had guests return for my milestone collaborative episodes. However, I made an exception for Lee to return because it's actually pretty spectacular what he had to share with me. The original podcast conversation, which we recorded on 10th of January 2022, was subsequently released on the 18th of February 2022, and it instigated the shelving of one book and the writing of another. Get Good at Life was the title of episode 252, and also the name of the book that Lee published last month in April 2023. Switching topics from Get Good at Work to Get Good at Life is a direct reflection of what mattered most to Lee at that point in time, where he felt he could add more value to help others. Lee credits me for finding a bigger purpose and direction for his writing a personal development book instead of a business work focused one. Motivational speaker and author Lee Jackson blames and credits me for the reason one book got shelved and another took priority. Lee's latest published book, Get Good at Life, was inspired by the Focus on Why episode 252 of the same title. Focusing on the power of connection, how to navigate the personal development industry and the significance of asking big questions, Lee speaks to the dangers of misplaced surface level knowledge and the value of accountability and relationships in life. This was a profound conversation on wisdom, motivation, resilience and reflective living where Lee compassionately shared what's helped him to move forward through grief to find much needed comfort during dark times through his beautiful poem, Look for the Light. And I am so thrilled to see a book written purely off the back of this recording. If that is not a reflection with action, then I do not know what is. This conversation was so diverse and rich in content that I'm struggling to choose on which particular thread to pull on today. Lee spoke of light bulb moments or ding moments, as he calls them, which he loves seeing happening to members of his audience when he's speaking. It is his version of the goosebumps measure that I use for knowing when a message is landed and resonated. 
Lee spoke of reflections of personal development, accountability, knowledge versus wisdom. And he also spoke of death and grief and, of course, of purpose. Have you ever experienced a ding moment when listening to a professional speaker or perhaps a podcaster? If you have, can you recall what it was or who it was that instigated it? And can you remember what specific action you took as a result? Many people reach out to me to say that a specific moment in an episode has been the catalyst for them to take an action. Like the fact that Lee has written a book as a result of what took place in the course of our conversation. I can't tell you how fulfilling it is for me to hear that new paths have been carved out as a result of tuning in. So if this has happened to you, please do reach out and share it with me. I would absolutely love to hear what you've been up to as a result of tuning in. And my final reflection is that Lee shared a beautiful poem that he'd written in his book as a way to navigate the grief of his stillborn granddaughter. It was a beautiful, tender and vulnerable moment. He says he had not read out a poem live before, and I'm so glad that he did so, because in Daring Greatly is the connection that I've made to close out this episode today. I return once more to Brené Brown. Thank you, Brené, for all you do. You may never know how often I take on board your wisdom. And in Brené's book, Daring Greatly, she references a scene where she couldn't stand the vulnerability of her daughter sitting in a dark room crying and went to turn on the light switch, but stopped and instead sat in the literal and emotional dark for a moment longer after she recalled her favourite quote about darkness and compassion by Pema Chodron. This is what the quote said. Compassion is not a relationship between the healer and the wounded. It's a relationship between equals. Only when we know our own darkness well can we be present with the darkness of others. Compassion becomes real when we recognise our shared humanity. It goes back to Stephen Covey's first seek to understand and then be understood. It goes back to Dale Carnegie's try to see things from the other person's point of view. Being present with the darkness of others, understanding and empathizing with their struggles, creating a safe space, sharing humanity and building connection is what we are here on this planet to do. To help others sometimes requires nothing else than listening. So thank you for listening. How has this conversation had an impact on you? What value have you received from tuning in? What are your reflections with actions? Please take a moment to leave me an Apple podcast or Spotify review sharing how Focus on Why has made a difference to you today. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, simply connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.